Super Talk Mississippi media production. Pre-record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Eagle Hour. Bob and Kelly, we're in the Southern Bank Course Studio in Hattiesburg. Luke is back with us. He's at the Southern Bank Course Studio over in Laurel, and we're glad you're with us this afternoon on the Eagle Hour. Well, we've got a good show today. We're going to be going out to Pete Taylor Park a little later in the program, and Jack is a Going to hook us up with a couple of Southern Miss baseball players as they're having media day out there. We are, are looking forward to that. And, Kelly, are we still going to be speaking with uh, with uh, Lena May? We are tomorrow, Bob. We are going to be talking with her tomorrow. The indoor track and field team is headed to the conference championships in Birmingham this weekend. So uh, the indoor season will come to a close. She's a long-distance runner from Van Cleve, Mississippi. So she'll be on the the show tomorrow and talk about the season so far and about her personal best in the last event down in uh, Mobile, Alabama. So Lena May will join us tomorrow. All right, we're going to give away season. Uh, we're going to give away three sets of tickets to the opening uh, weekend of baseball. We're going to do that at the bottom of each hour. So we want you to be listening for your chance to win. There, we're going to have a pair of tickets for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, and some Eagle Hour T-shirts to go with it. So, uh, want to remind you as well that we will be at Pete Taylor Park from one o'clock to three o'clock Friday afternoon. Uh, working on a great lineup right now. B.A. Volmuth is going to be joining us. Coach Ostrander is going to be joining us. Uh, we're going to have uh, some people from uh, Southern Bank Core Studios, Melissa Socher on the show, John Cox. And we're working on Brian Dozier. Coach Barry and I are trying to track him down, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to get the Brian out on the show. Have, well. we, have we heard back from Beyonce yet? Beyonce is booked up. Kelly. Oh, she is. She okay. said something about you and her had some kind of thing out in Vegas. I don't know. Well, uh, that's how you know. That's I do, why you're leaving her. I, I do have some ends, you know. So, I want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for sponsoring the Eagle Hour. We're grateful for their support. Justin is such a great guy, and uh, we look forward to that. We're going to be, in fact, I believe, and I'll have to check my calendar, uh, my schedule, I should say. But I think we're going to be at Fuzzy's Tacos maybe a week from Friday. Uh, we'll find. I'll, I'll get that detail out. But we're, we're about to make a. Another Eagle Hour appearance at Fuzzy's Tacos. I know that the that the guys hate that, but we do want to thank Dickie's Barbecue for their support of the show. It's a great place to take your family for dinner, and it's a great place to cater your next event, large or small. All right, we'll be talking to baseball later in the show, but of course, right now the big breaking news was uh, the proverbial hit the fan yesterday uh, when Conference USA released their 2022 football schedule. You, you have to chuckle about this a little bit, I suppose. I guess not if you're involved in this. But they released a 2022 football schedule, and Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall are all on the schedules. And then their board of announcers, uh, their board of directors makes an announcement uh, that they are going to pursue every legal means to enforce the 14-month uh, departure clause that is supposedly – and the Conference USA bylaw. So this is all over national media today. And uh, we'll start with you, Kelly. I've learned this about business. Uh, if you have a contract, there are 
there is one of two ways to get out of a business contract. You negotiate it to where both partners agree to, you know, let you out of the contract. Or you go to court and you litigate it. And when you go to court and you litigate things, it's expensive and it's time-consuming. So right now, the ball's in Conference USA's court. Uh, your thoughts on this development? Conference USA in the past, the key phrase being in the past, has never shown a likeness toward flexing its muscle in any type of legislative activity. They've been very passive, which is why a lot of the teams have left very reactive instead of proactive. So the question that the, that the schools wanting to leave early, including our beloved Southern Miss, of course, is do you think that Conference USA has any muscle to begin with? Will they flex that muscle and go the distance like they said in their, in their press releases yesterday? And my answer to that is something we've said before. The best predictor of future behavior is past behavior. And in the past... They haven't flexed any muscle about anything. But your point is well taken. A contract, if it's not on that piece of paper, there's no oral agreements, there's no, no gentleman agreements, no. there's nothing behind the scenes. No. It is all... Handshakes mean nothing. It's all, all on that paper. So, Clint Eastwood said, do you feel lucky? And I think that's kind of where we are at this point. So, Luke Johnson, are we in for a long and... Uh but, you know, a long, expensive, bad publicity, legal battle here up, upcoming? Well, two things. No, number one, it's hard to believe that three institutions would go about doing this. And the original release from Friday, when they, you know, when they stated their intent, was basically in somewhat the same. Southern Miss, I, I, I was pleased to see, kind of uh, was a little more forthright. Um, but all three schools are basically saying the same thing. We tried. And Conference USA didn't want any part of it. And so you would think there, there's one or two things going on. A, um, they are believing in strength in numbers, can get them through any type of, quote, obligation that might get them through. Or Conference USA has absolutely nothing that they can bind these schools for, and so they're just flexing their guns at them. Um, the, the interesting statement today, and, and um, I, I'm currently – in an ongoing investigation for this, a research staff from the Eagle Hour working on it. What it says, the, the statement that you mentioned, Bob, the CUS Board of Directors statement, <clears throat> they will ex exhaust all necessary legal actions to ensure all members meet their contractual obligations as defined by and agreed to in the Conference USA bylaws. So I have reached out to both Southern Miss and Conference USA, and let me just tell you, it's easier to get in touch with Southern Miss than it is in Conference USA. I'll say that publicly on the record. But I have reached out to Conference USA trying to get public, um, you know, access to these quote contracts that Conference USA says make them, you know, would make these schools obligatory to to stay in the conference. But you wouldn't think that three ads, in some ways, would not only put their athletic department on the chopping block, but put their own jobs on the chart. The 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 chopping block because if this thing were to blow up i mean it makes odu marshall and jeremy mclean the ad's of the other schools look look foolish very foolish and i just don't feel like jeremy would be a guy that would not engage in this without having all his ducks in a row and conference usa the impression i get is that conference usa is acting all surprised oh wh what you're dropping on this all of the sudden 
when Yahoo Sports reported today that Southern Miss, with the other schools, went to Conference USA as early as December and said, look, we would like to work something out. Right. You know, can we can we find something amicable? And the conference never responded. So in Jeremy McLean's statement and the statements from the other schools, when they said, we have reached out to the conference and they have chosen not to address the issue. Right. So again, Yahoo Sports well, is saying that. But no, the, the, I, the, 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 I, the statements on Friday actually did use December 2021 language. Okay. I think you do know how I feel about this. I, I want them to leave Conference USA, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate. So Conference USA's attorneys are going to say, we don't have to reach out to you. We have a contract, and you're going to abide by the contract, or we're going to sue you. So maybe that's why they didn't reach out. I don't know. I have no idea, but that's a possibility. Oh, and and it's a real possibility. But like everything else in the world, Bob, what is this going to come down to? Money. (laughs) I I didn't hold up a cue card, did I? It's all about money. It's always about, about money. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, in the end, I think a settlement will be reached that Com- Conference USA will feel they're compensated for. But and, I have no idea. And there are not many things that I can speak to with authority. But one thing I know all about Chinese buffets. That's one. All right. <laughs> but the other thing that I can speak with authority on is being around people who don't want to be around me. <laughs> Vast experience. A lot of experience. Yes. So, so, if you're Conference USA, I would say to them, why do you even, okay, you have a contract, but why Why would you want to include them if they don't want to be here? I, agree. I understand. I think what there ought is, to happen is the Sunbelt ought to release a schedule that has the same schools playing in their, my guess is you're to. not going to hear, and I don't think so, I don't think you're going to hear a word out of the Sunbelt until this is settled. I, I mean, there's kind of word on the street, Sunbelt's going to release theirs, you know, coming up. And again, you don't, three schools don't do this without there being some type of discussion what happens if they retaliate and I, and I and i'm probably they went into it knowing that and i and i as we've said on this show everybody went into this knowing that we were going to probably move this up 365 days because southern miss old dominion and marshall would get money this year to offset them not getting money from conference usa so the, 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 the larger picture is you've got to ask yourself, there, there's some stuff floating around. I'll talk about it a little bit more later in the right. show, but a, a time frame. And if the actual contract says that, what penalties are there? That's what I'm trying to get from the school and from the conference. All right, call us at 601-264-8910, 264-8910. You're the first caller. We have got tickets Friday, Saturday, and Sunday baseball for you, some Eagle Hour T-shirts. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, want to gra- congratulate Kevin Long. He lives here at Oak Grove. He is the first winner this afternoon. Six tickets to baseball this weekend. A couple of Eagle Hour T-shirts. 
We're going to do it again at the bottom of this hour, the bottom of the next hour. Got a lot of calls this last time, so if you didn't get in uh, first, be sure you keep calling, and we'll give you that number again at the bottom of this segment. I want to thank our good buddies at Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net for all they do. I guarantee you they have great Southern Miss apparel in the store right now. Kathleen is just in Princess and uh, will help you in any way uh, to make sure you have the latest Southern Miss swag. I'm happy to say that the rain is beginning to come into Oak Grove now, and uh, that's going to be tonight and tomorrow. And get on out of the way uh, come Friday afternoon, Kelly Sander, where it's going to be sunny and about 60 degrees. It's going to be a little a little on the cool side, dippy. but, I mean, is the, the excitement in the air will warm things up. You know, a little bit. In fact, over in uh, over in the Ukraine, I guess things are really cold. And and Mr. Putin said, "Don't worry, I'm getting ready to warm them up a few thousand degrees, <laughs> warm it up considerably." <laughs> <isn't> it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't laugh, I guess, about things like that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, in the Ukraine, I worry a lot about the Ukraine. Not. Do you know where you should always go, Bob, in your house if you get cold? To no, the, no, to, Kelly. To the corner. Why? Because the corner is always ninety degrees. Oh, boy, you're just so clever. You're so clever. <laughs> Unfortunately for our listener, Kevin Long, he knows you. <laughs> yes, he, he did. Does. He did admit that. And uh, normally that disqualifies people from winning things, but he seems so nice that I didn't want to I see. It. I see why I missed the last two days of the show, Kelly. Yeah, I'm joke. saving all these great jokes just for you, Luke. <laughs> but, yeah, I coached uh, Kevin's son, Brian, in baseball. Brian's good, good young man's growing up. I think he's teaching now. Good. Some, some all right, we're going out to Peak Taylor Park here at the bottom of the hour. Jack uh, Duggan's out there. This media day for baseball. hope the weather hadn't messed that up. Jack's going to grab us a ball player or two, and uh, we're going to talk about that. And then we'll be at the Pete from 1 to 3 on Friday. And uh, got a great show lined up and uh, still adding to the guest list. So we uh, we look forward to that. All right, so back to this. Back to this, this, you know, this boondoggle, so to speak. Uh you, you, you can see it from both sides in a sense, you know. I mean, if these three teams aren't in the league, I don't know that the other teams Conference USA has invited are coming into the league, into with the Conference USA League in the fall. So in one sense, you can see their side. Uh, we've, we've talked ad nauseum about our desire to see Southern Miss out of Conference USA, and we're all very excited about them uh, going to the Sun Belt. I predict the Sun Belt will remain very quiet for the next few days until they see how this plays out. More than a few days. I think this is going to probably play out in a long... But but I've heard several attorneys, even in sports law, Bob, talk about that judges will even tell the attorneys that to do your job, you need to settle it. That's correct. That's absolutely right. You don't ever want this anything like no, this. To- I, this is what's going to happen. There'll be a settlement of some sort, and it's going to involve money. Because if it goes to trial, one of the first things the attorneys say was, well, we can take it to trial, but this is what it's going to cost you. No question. And what are those two magic words, Bob? There's, there's no question. Billable, Billable hours. hours. Yes, it's like, <laughs> it's just the two worst words you so can here's have. The, here's the actual <laughs> stuff. Okay, so what I'm looking for from Conf- Conference USA has already been um, confirmed. This was actually reported by Matt Brown from Extra Points. Conference USA confirmed that the current bylaws stipulate that any member who intends to leave must provide a minimum of 14 months advance notice and is responsible for two years of conference distribution. I went back and looked the last time it happened. So story of November 28th, 2012, that is when Tulane in East Carolina announced that they were leaving to join the Big East, which you know became the American. So there is there is precedent that Tulane East Carolina left, but there is the precedent of the fourteen months. I, I think though, 
I was talking to somebody earlier about this today. You know, we, we experienced this. You remember, was it two football seasons ago when Conference USA clarified or changed a, a tiebreaker rule, you know, late in the season? That would basically have forced Southern Miss on the outside from playing in a Conference USA championship game. And I think there is some, something to be said for how it seems as if Conference USA has moved the marker or the goalpost on some things midway during, um, and I think that's a, that's a point that should enter this conversation too. You guys remember what I was talking about? I think it was the end of, uh, of the 20, you have been maybe 2019, but we, it, it was an FAU game. And if we beat them by a certain amount, um, we would end up kind of wildly playing in the conference USA game. And, and the conference came out and kind of changed something in mid sentence. And, and I think that, that there's something to be said for that here. I get the fact that if that's in the bylaws, yeah, but what else is in the bylaws that would empower Marshall, Southern Miss, and Old Dominion to say, no, nah, we're out? And I remember distinctly the conversation was, well, how can you change the rules in the middle of a season? You know, I mean, if you go into a season saying these are going to be our rules, but you don't change them midway through. I remember those discussions distinctly at that time. I don't know. We changed the rules of national elections right right before the election. Well, maybe that was the time that everything was Maybe that was, was the just... precedent that, that threw everything in motion. Okay, well, we'll see how it plays out. And uh, obviously right now, though, it's big news. Southern Miss getting a lot of publicity all across the country on the national media sites. And, and both and, and Conference USA has got to be sitting there going, okay, well, we've got these schedules released. By the way, if you're a sports collector. I'd get one. I would because it's going to be one of those things where it never happened, right? right? right. These schedules came out and those games never happened. But if you're sitting in Conference USA's offices, and you're going, well, if they do wind up in the – what are we going to do? Because the new schools coming in, the Jacksonville State, That's what I'm saying, Mass- yeah. They're not coming in until 23. Right. So right. what are they going to do with all these open dates that they have? So let me ask you this question, and then Luke can answer it too. And put put it all aside, our, you know, our fanship of Southern Miss, put it aside. Is it right for them to leave? on such short notice, and leave the conference hanging with its schedule problems? If, look, if, if Southern Miss is signing my paychecks, I don't care. I, I have to do what's best for my institution. You got the opportunity to go now? Go. How about you, Luke? October, we're going to the Sun Belt. December, we're moving up our calendar. Nothing happens for two months, and then Conference USA comes out and releases this football schedule. At the same time, all three schools state that for the previous two months, the conference has refused to work with them in any way. That's on Conference USA. So, so you're with me? Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. We don't owe them jack squat. We have been in this conference for 26 years. We have been with them from the very beginning. And you're telling me that all these other schools that were in the conference for five or six years, because in 2005 we had realignment, I was playing Central Florida and Tulsa and these other schools. Southern Miss had already been in Conference USA for a decade. Those schools jumped ship and left, and they didn't even stay a decade. So, so Southern Miss has stayed for two and a half decades, and now we're going to get this jazz back from Conference USA. No, thank you. Kelly, is it possible your attorney, Shady Slim, can come on and talk to us about this? From the distinguished firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Yeah. <laughs> but to the point that you made earlier about the contract, 
Yeah. But but if if in that scenario, you know, at least Conference USA in December should have come out and said, well, we're hearing all this noise about you leaving, but wait a minute, you guys. We, right. we uh, I'm not disagreeing with yeah. anything you're saying. Because they didn't that. say just... nothing, man. That's my point. Yeah. Is no, if, that... you're, if you're trying in good faith to work out something, because Conference USA can't tell these schools they can't leave, and they can't tell these schools where they're going to go. What they can do is say, hey, guys, you're leaving early. Here's, here's some things. The schools say, all right, let's work out a deal. Conference USA says, okay, let's work out a deal. All that happens behind the scenes, nobody knows about it. But what you have three you have three institutions, which is roughly twenty five percent of the conference, saying they wouldn't work with us. And this is why it helps that it's Marshall and Old Dominion too. That helps Southern Miss's cause. Because this isn't like one word against one word. This is three words against one word. All right. Minute left, last question, you first, Kelly. I'm playing the devil's advocate. Conference USA holds their feet to the fire and takes them to court, and the court date is set, and you know that's not going to happen quickly. Does the Sun Belt move forward with scheduling those teams knowing that their departure from their other conference is now in litigation? I, I wish that was an easy answer, Bob, but it's all, about, it's all about knowing the law, and I don't know what the law is. But man, is it is it interesting? Sticky. But there always is a negotiation point. I mean, like that's right. Like like I'll always say, okay, beautiful young lady, I will leave <laughs> in exchange. You don't call the police. <laughs> that's happened frequently. <laughs> Here's so, my question. So what about it, Luke? Does the uh, Sun Belt find itself scheduling teams that are in court against another uh, another conference? You you really think? That we are going to play in the, in Conference USA next fall. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I just don't. It, it's over now. Uh, the bigger question to me is, what's the fire, and who in the conference office has enough strength to hold somebody to it? Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in those shoes right now. I kind of like where I'm sitting. I just bloviate about stuff. Well, e- either way, our games this fall might be on court TV. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Judy, the referee. From one Judy to another. 601-264-8910. We'll give you tickets to the weekend baseball series, some T-shirts. 601-264-8910. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. I want to congratulate Clayton Breland. He's the winner this segment of the Weekend Baseball Tickets and Eagle Hour T-shirts, and we appreciate Clayton Breland and Kevin Long. We're doing one more time before we leave the air this afternoon, so uh, we hope that uh, you'll uh, be the lucky caller. Man, the phone just lights up it like blows a Christmas up. tree, it man. It blows up. Amazing. All right, we're going to go out to Pete Taylor Park, and uh, we're we're really happy to have Danny Lynch on the uh, Eagle Hour, our standout third baseman, and a young man that's going to be certainly a leader of the Golden Eagle baseball team this year. Danny, welcome to the Eagle Hour, man. Glad to have you on. Thank you guys for having me. 
Well, we're pretty excited, Danny, about baseball starting. I'm guessing uh, since you've been practicing for the last three weeks against your teammates, you're even more excited to uh, see somebody in a different uniform. Yeah, we're we're pretty excited. These uh these pitchers aren't aren't as much fun faces as the other guys we get to face. So. Right. Uh, so talk talk to us a little bit about your expectations for this team. Uh, you you know it as well as anybody. It'll be some some new faces, a lot of returning players, but uh, mm-hmm. expectations from a fan standpoint are very high. I'm assuming it's the same thing with the players. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously our goal is to win the College World Series. That's really the only thing we talk about around here is that's what that's what we want to do, and there's a lot of steps before that to take. Obviously, we want to win the conference and host a regional and Hopefully we're good enough in the regular season to have super regional as well. That really puts you in the best spot to uh, to get to Omaha. So. so going into the season, you had to probably set some personal expectations or personal goals for yourself, Danny, as you try to continue to grow as a player. What are some things on your individual game that you wanted to work on heading into the season? Well, I think a big thing is as you get older, you realize all the little at-bats that you give away, even if you're – even if, you know, last year I had a good season, but there were still those – you know, the one pitch where I kind of wasn't as focused as I could have been and I took it instead of, you know, getting a hit on it. And maybe I swung at a pitch in the dirt instead of taking it when, you know, it's those little small mental lapses that you try to get out of your game as you become older. And as you get older, of course, you're not as much of a secret to other teams who have seen you, you know, for a year or two, you know, down the road. Mm -hmm. So they know more how to pitch you. So if you were pitching to Danny Lynch, how would you pitch you? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if uh, I don't know if I want to let that information out. Yeah, well, I guess it. I, I, I think a few teams don't quite know yet. I don't really want to give them any hints about it. So. I guess I guess that <laughs> we get that, Danny, completely. Look, get in here with Danny Lance. Danny, uh, Luke Johnson, I just want to let you know, I personally own the uh, Lafayette Parrothead jersey, and for some reason, every time I'm, I have it in my hand, I walk slower uh, around the room. So, uh, anyway, we, uh, we we see that as a treasure. But, but man, four home runs in your first uh, two seasons – 12 last year what what was the uh, the power the difference in the power numbers oh i mean i think it was a lot about getting older i think uh you know i think the offense is a lot better especially later in the year where you know it's you're having to go through so many good guys that eventually you know you kind of have to let up somewhere and you know if you let up around me and they missed the middle i was able to do some damage with it i think that has a lot to do with it is how good the offense as a whole was last year you talked about the the pitchers and uh, you guys. It's no exception. Half the roster guys throwing, half of them throwing in the mid nineties. Uh, it's exciting to see these young pitchers. Can you just talk about what type of stable we got in uh, from the pitching staff this year? Yeah, I mean it's 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 really. I mean it's awesome. It's awesome. You see it every time we hit against them. You see how tough they are. Uh, you see all the you know all the good stuff that they have and. I think we'll be a lot deeper than last year. We return a lot of the same guys, and they all seem to have gotten better and kind of learned from last year and the things they didn't do well and the things they did well. So I think we'll be super deep this year. I mean, you look at it, I'm, we were talking about it the other day, I'm confident about you know 15 guys on the team getting the last out of the, of the game this year. So I think we're in a really good spot there. And, Danny, the entire infield returns. I think it's obvious at this yes, point that it's mm-hmm. going to be the same infield. That has to be an advantage, too. You guys are so accustomed to one another. You know what to expect from each other. Should see solid defensive play in the infield. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always – we've already had a few plays, me and Dusty, with some in-between balls that we've just had good communication on. And Will and Dusty have been the same, and same with Will and Sarge over there on the other side. So, obviously, it just helps you get – as you play with guys more often, you get really comfortable with them, and just kind of the game flows easier.
Now, settle something for us, if you will. You know, that jersey that Luke Johnson talked about, your jersey from the Louisiana Lafayette. Don't you think that that should have been hung in the studio where the Eagle Hour is produced every day, Danny? <laughs> I, I do. I really think he should hang it there instead of uh, being selfish. Keep it by himself, it sounds like. Did you hear you that, don't realize, Did you hear what that? You, what you don't realize, Danny, <laughs> is that Bob Getty contributed $0 and 0 cents to the purchase of that. <laughs> For Southern Miss, for Southern Miss baseball. But I got to tell you this, Danny. I got to tell you, I, I love Southern Miss baseball. I don't know if I've ever loved a moment more than the moment last year. That inning against Lafayette, that was electric, and I watched it a thousand times. I, I think I enjoyed listening to the play-by-play of the Lafayette radio crew more than anything. Can you take us back to that moment and just kind of relive that for a second? Oh uh, yeah, I mean that was that was uh, obviously fun at the time. It wasn't really fun. I was just mad. So that was uh, that was kind of why I did it. I was a little mad to do it, my buddy and our captain Will. So yeah, well, it was electric, and we, we got uh, told sure on, know that. on Monday that Coach Barry had instructed you to never jog that slow again and never throw a bat. <laughs> yeah, <that far laughs> yeah, he wasn't he wasn't too happy about that one, but he understands, you know the. He was actually. Timing yeah, I think he was pretty understanding. I don't think he liked what had happened. To be honest, with Danny, you. the school yeah. the school always protects secrets. But we want to we want to try to have you confirm another thing for you. <laughs> is, is it true that Gabe Montenegro just got an image and likeness contract with the American Association for Retired People? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that is true. I think uh, I think he got a good deal from him. He got some uh, adult diapers and stuff along that line. Hey, whatever, He's, man. He is kind of like the grandfather of the team, isn't he, Danny? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you kind of put in put into words how exciting it is to play baseball for Southern Miss. Great crowds, great atmosphere. Probably no school in the country has a more loyal, passionate fan base uh, than Southern Miss. Has it been everything that, that your expectations led you to believe when you came here from high school? Yeah, I mean – I, I kind of got to experience it from a fan perspective when I was coming here watching my brother play all those years. And you just, it's such a, it's a community. You know what I mean? The baseball team isn't just, it's not just, you know, the team and the fans separate. It's like, it's all one community working together to do everything. And I mean, and honestly, I feel like other schools around the country get really excited for, you know, opening day and then maybe not the rest of the season. But for us, it's like, Every time we play at home, it's pretty much opening day with uh, with all the energy and all the excitement that the fans bring. So, I mean, I love it. It's been everything I dreamed of. Well, you never hesitated, did you, to announce you were coming here? Am I correct about that? No, I was always right when I got the offer. I was really excited about it and couldn't really make the decision quick enough. But, and how is your brother? Where is he? Let our, let our listeners know where he is now and what he's doing. Uh, he lives in Jupiter now. He's back home where I'm where I'm from, and he uh, he's married. He's a financial advisor now. I got you. Um, Danny, last question for me. Uh, we we kind of chuckled whenever this um, schedule came out. And obviously we don't don't look forward on the schedule, but when we look forward on the schedule, this might be – it's probably the toughest non-conference schedule in Conference USA. I would put the non-conference schedule against, against anybody in the country. You guys haven't looked down at it because you're thinking North Alabama, but this is a wild schedule the first month of the season. Yeah, I mean, we're excited. I think that's a big thing every year is we try to challenge ourselves early in the season and non-conference and kind of see what we're made of. And also it helps you at the end of the year. If you really want to host a regional and you want to host a super regional, you gotta you got to put a competitive resume up there. Um, so that's how we do it, by getting teams like Dallas Baptist, who will have a great season. North Alabama should be much better this year. Uh, Lafayette should be really good this year. 
and I'm blanking on the fourth team right now. I think it's Jacksonville State. Correct. Yeah, Jacksonville really State, you, you play Tulane, you play South Al multiple times, mm-hmm. of course, State, Ole yep. Miss, Alabama, all before the opening conference uh, slate of, of FAU, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how we, we really try to make our resume good is by playing these really tough non-conference series and non-conference midweeks, and we're hoping that we can – Really, we're hoping that we can win every single game, and uh, that gives us the best chance to host a regional and host a super regional by having a tough schedule. And, Danny Lynch, I, I know it's a team game, and I know it's all about winning the College World Series, but only one Division One team will that happen to. So on an individual basis, when you look back on this season, when will it have been personally a good season for you? You know, I think, I think sometimes you can mess yourself up by trying to think too much about stats or too much about anything like that. So really what I try to do is just every pitch of every at-bat and every pitch, every inning I'm on defense is just to have the highest level of focus and energy really that I can. I think that's the biggest thing for me is I don't want to look back and think, uh, you know what, I didn't make this play because I wasn't really ready on the pitch or I didn't swing at this pitch because I wasn't ready to hit. Good answer, young man. Good answer. Danny, thank you so much for being on the Eagle Hour. It was a great pleasure to have you on our show. We can't tell you how excited we are about Friday and uh, the kickoff of baseball season, and uh, we'll be following you all year long. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me. All right. Danny Lynch, everybody. Third baseman for the Golden Eagles. Family tradition uh, with his brother having played here as well. And uh, just another example, Kelly, of the character of kids that's on this program. No question. I was just going to say articulate, you know, uh, thoughtful. You Unbelievable. Know, very understanding. And he affirms the name image likeness deal of Gabe Montenegro. Right. With AARP. Also affirmed where the gum jersey ought to be hanging. Did you hear that, Sander? I, I heard that pretty It's cool. on record now. Yeah, once he was given actual factual information, I didn't hear he totally disagreed. Uh, 601-264-8910. 601-264-8910. We've got tickets and t-shirts on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Always appreciate what Jack Duggan does for the Eagle Hour. Getting Danny Lynch on. Second for that last segment. Good stuff. Appreciate you, old left-hander. Danny Lynch, uh, slated up. He'd probably bat third tomorrow, guys, I would assume. Third baseman. 12 home runs last year. And, and expect to see him. Christopher Sargent be some of uh, you know the power this year for the Golden Eagle starting lineup. Last segment with Danny Lynch brought to you by Fourth uh, Street, as it is every single day. Nine ninety five lunch includes a drink. One of the best lunches in town. And uh, if you're coming into Pete a little early, you should come early. You should go to Fourth Street and eat Bob Getty Catfish Friday, and then bounce over to the Pete. See us. You'll have Eagle Hour shirt for you, and then. Watch the Golden Eagles whip up on North Alabama. Sounds like a great Friday. Fourth Street, uh, always a part of it. This segment brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. DBATHattiesburg.com. High school baseball and softball starting this week. 
get all the gear you need, and, and even like early season mechanics, instruction, it's all at DBAT and D1 training. Luke, Kelly, and Bob from the Southern Bancorp Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. Lady Eagle Golf, uh, over uh, the last few days, they were out at, for the Tulane Classic at English Turn. Great golf course down in New Orleans, Louisiana. Golden Eagles finish middle of the pack, finish ninth out of 17 teams. They finish in front of uh, some golf programs, including Nebraska, Memphis, Iowa, the uh, Tulane, uh, the home Tulane team, UAB, so Southern Miss, uh, right behind Michigan and Clemson, both that are nationally ranked. Lady Eagles uh, will get ready to go to Covington, Louisiana, uh, next Monday and Tuesday. Men, on the other hand, finish eighth as they were down in the Mobile Bay Intercollegiate, uh, finishing yesterday down in Mobile. They will get ready for the uh, Auburn Duffner Tiger Invitational uh, in a couple weeks, March 6th through 8th at Auburn. Bob, somebody's somebody. You just made somebody a winner, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, know? we wanted to congratulate Mary Noble. Uh, Mary lives in uh, Purvis, and uh, she won tickets. And she tried to call in, in every break, and uh, she happened to be the first one in the third so, break. So, so you've had a winner from Oak Grove, from Purvis, and from Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, that's right. That just shows you the the scope of Eagle Hour right. all across. All listening on our actually on our Laurel affiliate, our Hattiesburg affiliate, really has been off the air. Maybe back now, but has, they're doing a lot of work at the transmitter site. Uh, so, uh, you know, great reach from our, our Laurel station and uh, great listeners all over the Pine Belt. We're grateful to them for that. Yeah, and it uh, just shows you how much that there is a love for Southern Miss and an outlet like right. that. Where we it's can... not us, it's Southern Miss. Right. Well, well for sure. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me just throw this out there. I threw this out there to you, you guys through the is, – is, you know, you you brought it up, Bob. Louisiana Tech seems like overly invested in, invested in stirring up this junk on social media. Right. And we should just remind all of our uh, Bulldog fans out there that 89 days ago, this comes from our, our friend on Twitter, Landon Howell, 89 days ago, Southern Miss beat Louisiana Tech 35-19 to and only used a quarterback on one play of the game, and that was to actually kneel down on the last play of the game. A, a running back from Southern Miss and a wide receiver, both threw touchdowns in that game and both finished with a quarterback rating higher than Louisiana Tech's actual quarterback. So right. um, just your your daily reminder. But it, it does right. seem interesting, doesn't it, how much hate and how much shade right. Tech uh, well, is throwing at Southern well, Miss. And also this? remind them we played them like 17 times in baseball when their whole team was six-year seniors. And we went and played in your tournament where you were the home team in every game, mysteriously, every advantage for you in your tournament. And we didn't come, we didn't whine and complain. We just our guys lined up and played. So, uh, you know, look, Southern Miss, Southern Miss, Old Dominion, and Marshall are doing what they believe are best for their athletic programs. But but if you can visualize this, all right, you got Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. They're all standing in a bar, right? And Marshall goes up to Old Dominion and Southern says, "Look." I'm going to start some stuff. You guys got my back, right? <laughs> going, yeah, yeah, we got you. So I think in my mind, Old Dominion and Marshall stock has gone up in in this whole deal because they're in this fight with us. So yeah, and I, and I was glad to see particularly Marshall come too because that's that's a pretty good rivalry for Southern Miss, and I was glad to see them stay in the league. Then I think the schools, who is it? Liberty, Jacksonville State, Sam Houston State, and what's the New Mexico State and going, UF. So they're doing those are the schools going to Conference USA because they believe that's what's best for their conference. So 
can't we just all get along here and work this out and uh, everybody go their separate ways and uh, and let's part friends? I mean, I think it would be hilarious if everybody, the remaining teams in Conference USA except Louisiana Tech, sent out a memo tomorrow that they're leaving. I think that would be absolutely gold. It wouldn't. It would be. I don't gold. want to lose the tournament. I don't want to lose the baseball tournament. I look forward to that being here, but I don't know. Something in the back of my head tells me that may not happen. And I just. I mean, through all of this, and obviously it's very foggy. The road ahead of us is very foggy, but I just think when all of it clears, I just don't think Conference USA is going to do anything. It would cost millions of dollars to go to court, literally millions of dollars. Are you really going to do that? But, and, but besides the money, yeah, they, just, they just have not, been, they've not shown that in their character, that they're very proactive. All right, great show tomorrow. We'll have our good buddy Patrick McGee on, the young uh, lady Kelly, the track lady. Yeah, our long-distance runner that's heading to the indoor uh, indoor championships for Conference USA in, uh, in Mobile this weekend. All right, look forward to that. And then a two-hour show Friday from Pete Taylor Park. Lots of Eagle Hours still come this week. Thanks for all of those that called in. Thanks for all of you that called in. We really appreciate that. Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping. Into the future I want to fly like an eagle To the sea Fly like an eagle Let my spirit carry me I want to fly like an eagle Till I'm free Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.